Hello there and welcome to season two of the MedTime Stories podcast. My name is Ashwin Sharma. I'm Tom Thorne. And we're both final year medical students at the University of Birmingham. This podcast is about our life at medical school, what we get up to in and around the edges and what we're looking forward to about our future careers. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, please subscribe and leave us a rating. So welcome back to Tom's Travels, <laughs> where we talk through the different specialties that Ashvin has covered before I do, because he's on the other half of the year. So this will be quite a short series with only three episodes, <laughs> like a little mini series. I mean, I mean, quite as highbrow as the crown, but uh, getting close. So today's uh, episode of uh, Tom's Travels, our little mini series, is about Obs and Gynae, which uh, Ashvin has recently completed. So tell us a bit more, mate. Would you want to know? So I've got a few questions for you, really. I mean, did you, overall, did you give us a rating out of 10 for kind of your experience of Obstangaini? I think what I expected it to be was probably a four or five. Okay. And I think coming out of it, probably about seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. So what are your reasons behind that? So I wasn't looking forward to it because we know the rotations are PEDS, uh, Obstangaini, GP, and then the acute rotation. Yeah. And out of that... I just didn't have much interest in women's health, so um, obstetrics, um, so basically childbirth um, and throughout pregnancy and gynecology. So it just wasn't where my interest was in medicine. And so I wasn't looking forward to it that much. OK. Yeah. I mean, as you said before on the podcast, your interests more lie with kind of sports medicine, don't they? And mm. you prefer the medicine side of things, don't you, versus surgery? Mm. And mm. I think with ob- obs and gynae, it's kind of a medico- medico-surgical specialty because mm. you end up with both medicine and surgery, don't you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we're thinking about this, uh, you said kind of you went in expecting it to be a four and you were kind of closer to a seven, eight when you finished. What would you say are the best parts of uh, Obs and Gynae from your experience? I think learning about how different and like how much can, sounds bad, but how much, how many things you need to consider during pregnancy. There's a lot that can go wrong. Okay. And there's a lot that people screen for yeah. in the process during pregnancy and then the process of labor and then okay. after childbirth. Like I had rotations on um, describing the checkups of pregnancy, um, taking care of the mother in terms of their lifestyle, um, pre-existing conditions. And then during childbirth, um, is it going to be a normal vaginal delivery? Is it going to be a section? And then afterwards, we had teaching with neon- uh, neonates teaching um, as well, which was super interesting i mean going back to my question i asked you what kind of were the best parts yeah and you went on to consider all the things that could go wrong so i mean (laughs) what do you think are the best parts of obstetrics well they were all quite interesting i don't talk about what's going wrong but in in medicine you learn about what goes wrong don't you i know you do but you kind of gave a bit of a politician's answer of kind of the good parts i've been learning it from you okay all right so if you had to give one of the best things of obstetrics what would it be Hmm, interesting. I, I quite like the skills um, that we learnt. So you said you enjoyed all of the skills on Obs and Gynae mm. and you didn't say anything about <laughs> the kind of the joy of childbirth. That sounds bad, doesn't it? That's <laughs> bad. I mean, it's up there, it's up there. But I think my favourite thing... It's up there. Oh, I really love doing an ABG, but... Uh... Well, I didn't do an ABG. Yeah, but you know what I mean. No, so my... It makes it sound like you're saying that. No, my favourite thing was the um, obstetrics exam. So in that, you have to... Uh, determine where the baby is lying. Oh, that's what, quite cool. Yeah, and then what presentation they're at. So is it a cephalic? So is the head or is it a breech? So is it okay. foot first? The bum first. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, if... Uh, then there was the... Uh, I've forgotten it already. Uh, engagement. 
So it's talking about how far the head has descended into the pelvis. How how do you do that? Though? So it's really so you have to ultrasound. Well, no, you can do it. So what you have to do is first feel the baby's head, and then you use your palm and it's Wait, like... with your with your bare hands just on the on the mother's abdomen. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's a couple of ways we were taught That's it. Really cool. One you can use between your thumb and your index finger. You can try and try and get the baby's head in between your thumb and index finger. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite cool. So with that, in our assessment, actually, we had to determine the lie so like i said is it phallic or is it breach um the presentation and the yeah. engagement and so I, I mean i got the i got the um the lie which was fine and then <laughs> i could not and then you told a lie <laughs> <laughs> i told him i was like yeah the head's it no i was like i can't i can't feel the head That's um, enough. but uh so that was quite interesting yes of course childbirth was good um, that you mentioned it um so the first one i saw was uh i saw a section so i saw five sections um i think at the time i was there so I just didn't appreciate how fast it was. I remember saying, oh, um, so I got scrubbed up and they said, do you want to get scrubbed up? I said, yes. Okay. So I got scrubbed up and then I was just waiting there. And then the, the woman, like um, she was on the table and then from first incision, I swear it took like seven minutes or like literally not that long at all. Um, and I was just like, bruh, like, I did not expect this to be that quick. Yeah, they're quick, aren't they? Yeah. I, I feel like uh, everyone's probably got their own like times, haven't yeah. they? For like the quickest one they've done. But I mean, it's more about safety and stuff. But um, yeah, they. I remember I I went to a section list because when I was um, on my like selected component, I was on general surgery. Mm. And th- I don't think there was a list on the morning mm. and someone just came up to me by chance and went, oh, there's a section list going on. And mm. it was one of the senior nurses. Mm. And they went, oh, I'll take you down. You can scrub for one of them. And there was a there was another uh, one of my colleagues there who'd never scrubbed before, mm. and so um, I had a bit of experience scrubbing. And the the nurse was like, "Well, do you want to sc- like? You're not here for the whole day, so do you want to scrub for the first one, and then your colleague can watch how you scrub and like how you scrub up." So I was really kind of quite lucky. I mean, I felt a bit bad, and I went, "Look, this is this person's placement, so I don't want to butt in." Mm. But they um, they went, "No, no, go for it." And so I kind of I stood up there, and it was basically kind of with the cesarean it's it's pretty incredible yeah, yeah yeah and it happens so quickly it's ridiculous and it's like there's a baby at the end and yeah. obviously you know that from the start but it's yeah. pretty you're, you're like, i think wow. you don't I, don't I didn't appreciate yeah. how like not aggressive they are but like how they try and feel for the baby and then like pull the baby how much force is required well i kind of i th- kind of think you have to because the uterus is so strong yeah well, I I, actually seeing it in person i was just like wow that's a baby and do you know what i mean yeah just pulling it out so um, that was quite cool. Um, so yeah, you, I mean, you're calling me out there for not putting it as my uh, my top uh, yeah. reason. But it, I mean, it was a five week block, right? And um, the experience you get varies at the hospital that you're at. So I was at a specialist women's hospital. Yeah. Um, and so my timetable was quite full on, which I would much prefer it to be compared to it not to being more self directed and you seeking out opportunities for yourself. And so. Every sort of two weeks, we would have a day where everyone, even if they're placed at different hospitals, would come in and we do presentations on particular topics and we rotate around different stations learning about things. And so they were quite useful, um, quite long days, but they were quite useful. Mm. And then throughout the weeks, throughout the five weeks, you had to do two on-call shifts, um, one night shift and one midwifery shift. So they were spread across the five weeks and... My midwifery shift was actually like on my second last day. Uh, and the night shift, I haven't done a night shift as a med student. I don't know if you have. No. No. So um, I was sort of like, oh, um, going in that late and then staying till late. So um, they were quite interesting experiences. And then you have teaching um, 
alongside it with the teaching fellows, the consultants, the consultants who specializes in, in gyneco- a gynecological uh, consultant, obstetric consultant, or people who specialize in um, so bro- urogynecology. So um, it's very interesting. You get a perspective from all different kinds of doctors. Mm. So broadly for people who haven't had exposure to obstetrics and gynecology, uh, obstetrics is dealing with kind of childbirth mm. and people, I believe, beyond about 24 weeks, isn't it? Yeah. In, their, in their pregnancy. That's when, that's when a pregnancy is considered viable, yeah. Yeah, and so that's where um, obstetrics get involved and gynecology are often involved before that. Mm. And also for things like gynecological cancers, mm. so vulval cancer, mm. vaginal cancers, yeah. cervical cancers yeah. particularly, and um, well, other ovar- ovarian cancers, yeah. ovarian torsion yeah. and cysts and... Yeah endometriosis hysterectomies and things like this yeah yeah so you 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 spoke about those and kind of what you really enjoyed what Mm. would you say the worst parts of the rotation that you found the worst parts interesting questions um i felt like sometimes there were i think for our hospitals where we had a lot of teaching but more of it was lecture-based teaching as opposed to like bedside teaching and and i can understand it um, especially if there's a pregnant woman, they wouldn't want like six med students crowding around them and, and feeling their tummy like six yeah. times. It can get quite annoying. Um, but I think it would be nice to put like uh, a lot of more theory into practice. Um, and I think this is the one rotation whereby um, you can appreciate, especially as a male, that you might not get as much experience as your female colleagues. So especially for in terms of gynecology. So we were taught um, how to do the bimanual um, like vaginal examination and a speculum exam which is where um you use like a plastic uh, sort of uh, device to open up and have a look at the vagina and the cervix um that's what they use in the smear tests so like i know a lot of my female colleagues like had an opportunity to to do that actually on patients um when they're on their on call shift or on the wards whereas um i didn't get a chance to do that at all um which is absolutely fair enough you know like you a male young male med student coming in um to do an exam which is quite an intimate exam it's very intimate Yeah, yeah so um Absolutely. So I think that would just be um, the one thing I, I hope to get more out of is just doing slightly more practical things um, and more bedside teaching. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's difficult because you can't obviously examine a patient against mm. their consent. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah. And I, I think that's something that you kind of have to um, have to be prepared for. But no, it's it, it's interesting. It, it's nice to to kind of note kind of re- reflecting on that and mm. could you see yourself doing obs and gynae if you give a, a one word answer no but okay there is there is not one <laughs> but okay. uh, i came away thinking that if there was a surgical specialty that i would do it would be obs and gynae not ent not ent oh really yeah. i thought, I thought you yeah. said you enjoyed a bit of ENT. i did i did yeah. i think i enjoy the the idea of ENT more than the actual specialty. No, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, you're going to disappoint me there. <laughs> I love I love a bit of ENT, as you know. Um, okay, well, fair enough. And kind of talk me through what skills-wise, you're saying that was a big thing, kind mm. of doing skills and stuff mm. like that. So mm. what opportunities did you have for doing skills on um, OBS and gynae? So skills-wise, I mean, uh, the speculums and stuff, we had to, we had an assessment on it. So I um, we, they provide us with models. So I'd practice the speculum exam on models. Um, we had a evening at med school where we were fortunate enough to practice speculum on a um, on a person. So that was quite an, um, a good experience um, practicing there as opposed to just practicing on a model. Um, it was good to measure accurately measure like symphysiofundal height, which is from 
um, the chest basically um, the fundus of the uterus so the top yeah. of the uterus um, to the pubic symphysis and it's good to isn't it like a centimeter per week I've, I've heard yeah and so it, it has to be um, it can be like two centimeters either way or leeway and so you can sort of see how the baby's growing and in line with their gestational age um, so that was quite um, a good experience and then locating the the baby's heartbeat Oh, wow. which uh i did not get the hang of um, really? yeah yeah it's very it's quite tricky because you, you listen to something and you're like is that the mother's heartbeat or is that the baby's heartbeat i was gonna say surely the baby's heartbeat is probably it's like a lot faster yeah it's a lot faster yeah so if you're not sure then you just um yeah. palpate the mum's pulse as well at the same time and you can just see like um, a, a different way smart. of doing and you see if they're different yeah yeah or unless it's your own <laughs> <laughs> mine's going up on that nervous say, yeah. <laughs> yours is probably going quite quickly yeah um and so you, you've spoken kind of, um, you've spoken about the fact that you did uh, kind of, you had quite a variety mm. because you were at quite a specialist hospital mm. and that your weeks were quite packed. Mm. And so you said before already that you, you had your kind of, your on-call shifts mm. and your night shifts. Mm. Um, talk me through kind of what else you do week to week. So, I mean, yeah, I could talk a bit about the on-call shifts. And so we had uh, to do two on-call shifts where obstetrics on-call shift and a gynae on-call shift. So mm. um, my gynae on-call shift was a bit of a miss. You know, things, these things are hit or miss. Um, she was like, oh, it's the one day where it's quiet. Um, and it's like the Q word, you know, you don't say quiet. You're not allowed to say it. So I just sat there and my, um, the doctor I was meant to shadow was just sleeping the whole time. Fair enough, like, bless her, she'd been on on-call mm. from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, but I rocked up. It was 5 to 9 p.m. my shift. Um, and <laughs> How long it's only four hours no it's only four hours yeah um and uh, <laughs> i think i sat in that room for more time than i was actually on the ward oh, really? um which is very nice. I, that wasn't as productive for me um the obs on call shift was good um that's where i saw a couple of sections oh cool um you see people going through labor um, i noticed how they call it sections when you're on obs and guiding mm. whereas when you say section to me mm. i start thinking mental about health. mental health yeah. and like a section a section five yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah and all of this yeah. yeah um so they were okay um i really enjoyed the night shift actually um night shift was quite good so you'd it'd be from i think it was from 8 30 they say 8 30 to 7 30 um but then the consultant was basically say throughout the night and be like okay like it's quiet here um you've stayed till around x amount of time and and you can potentially leave if you want to um and i so, noticed how you don't give an, an accurate number you say oh x amount of time yeah yeah i mean i can't remember what time i left um i do remember everyone was awake when i came back so it wasn't that late oh, we're working working hard yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we worked very hard as well. um and so that was good um i remember yeah. we rocked up there and do you know what I, I, the thing i liked the most about obs and Gaini is that the consultants were super nice yeah super nice i think it's a huge thing that's one of the reasons why i really like ent it's just Mm. you know those consultants you can imagine yourself Mm. in and amongst them Mm. and being like colleagues with them in the future and it's really nice you feel like you're at home yeah 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 yeah. so i think you know in a specialty as much as something interests you it's also the people in the specialty 100 percent um and i think possibly even at our stage bigger than the specialty itself yeah yeah yeah. so um, i remember rocked up and um hand over to the night team and then this consultant was just constantly checking his phone and i was just like what's he doing and he was just i'm sorry i'm just i've got an order for like fried chicken which is on the way um i ordered it i'm so sorry i ordered it like an hour ago it still hasn't come sounds like our housemate doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) so he had to um he like interrupted like handover and he was like i've just got to go to the front of the hospital (laughs) picked up his fried chicken and started eating it it was so jokes yeah yeah. and then uh, so we started the ward what was his consultant Yeah, yeah, consultant, yeah, consultant. <laughs> um, and so uh, we were seeing patients and we went to um, 
as we finished the ward round in the night and then we yeah. went to um labor labor ward triage yeah. so you've seen people who are coming in um with different problems and uh, i remember he was he uh, turned to me and that was quite a complex case and he goes uh, what do you think? What do you think I should do? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> he was like, oh, I thought about this. Like, do you think that's the right decision? But, you know, just even that, like they're involving you in the, in yeah. the whole thing, which you're not just like following someone around. And... Well, because, look, I mean, they're the consultant. They've got all the experience, mm. but they're, they want, they're wanting to think what you think mm. about it. And because that's a teaching opportunity. Mm. Well, if you go, oh, I do this. And they go, oh, actually, the reason we're not doing this is because mm. of X, Y, and Z. And then yeah. it helps clarify the reasons, particularly at, when childbirth, it's it's, a, it's something you might have to deal with yeah. if you're working in A and E. If someone comes in and they've got a um, they've got kind of fetal distress or something like mm. that, if they don't act, if they don't attend kind of if they don't go to maternity or they've got something which they don't think is to do with the baby, but you actually mm. realise it is. It's it's really relevant yeah. to be able yeah. to to manage all of these problems. Yeah. So they were they were quite good. I, mm. I remember for my uh, on call shift, I um the, the hospital's around fifteen minute walk away. And I remember uh, I could not get into my room because I, ne- I left my hospital ID at home. Do you remember this? I left my ID at home. I, I remember I was, just, I was just getting back from something. No, I was getting back from being at home. Was I, I don't know. Or? And then I, I had to yeah. unlock my door and I've got a problem with my doors. I couldn't unlock it. Oh, you, and you were there? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Open. And yeah. then I left. I was like, okay, I'll just somehow get into the hospital <laughs> without my ID. Then I get a text saying, oh, we've managed to open your door. So I had to come back and get my ID and then go again. <laughs> I think that was for your midwife shift. Oh, yeah. that was my midwife shift. Because it was yeah. about this was oh, about this, half six oh in the my morning God, yeah, or something, start, wasn't it? Uh, half yeah. seven in the yeah. morning. Yeah, it was very early. I remember because I just got up and I have to leave quite early for placement because it's quite a long drive for me. And you were up kind of yeah. uh, even earlier than me, yeah, which yeah. is I'm normally the earliest up in yeah. the house. Yeah, and um, and then we managed to get the door open and you came. I think you went back and forth. Yeah, like, yeah, three yeah, or oh four times. God. Yeah. So yeah, they were the encores in the. Um, uh, the night shift as well. Then we also had like sim. I was going to say, tell yeah, me about yeah. this is this is one of the points that I wanted to discuss. Mm, so tell me mm. about your your sim. That you Do you know what? Because you always say you have sim every like Friday or whatever, and yeah. you always come back and you're like, oh, it's really cool and. I really enjoy it because yeah. we've, we've got like a, I mean, we'll probably get on to talking about this somewhere. Mm. You can kind of interview me back talking mm-hmm. about it, but yeah, we have like one day every other week where we'll do the whole day and we'll mm. do like five scenarios of mm. sim and you get to do at least one scenario mm-hmm. off sometimes two when I've done it and it, it's really involved and it's just you and a pair but yeah, yeah yours yeah. is a bit different wasn't yeah. it yeah so I mean I think do you get you get to watch each other don't you on the screen yeah yes. so I mean this wasn't yeah, yeah. this I think there's three of us hmm. um so two med students and a midwife actually and so we went in it was it was super weird because you walk into the room and you put your bags down and you literally into the scenario as soon as you put your bags down yeah, really. um, and so um, sim woman was just there and um and you she's like oh i'm not feeling too well and so she's basically she's got a headache yeah abdominal pain um yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. got high blood pressure so um in your mind you're thinking like preeclampsia okay um and then you're beginning to manage over preeclampsia and then yeah um i just i was just i don't know what i was looking at maybe like the chart or something and then i, I just hear a noise right i look over and some is just like vibrating and i'm like what is going on here it's a model isn't it, it just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i probably shake it just vibrates yeah, yeah. We, like, is, is it malfunctioning or what's going on here? we have the same when we had a seizure and the guy just like just like quivers yeah and then so uh, they're basically going into eclampsia yeah um and so this was honestly this sim was a mess because then i had to go and call the uh, obstetrics team and not the real obstetrics no, team, no, no, just no. to know this yeah. is the sim obstetrics the sim. and so i went to the sim and i called them and then um they said oh okay um we'll call you back in a minute 
And so I was like, okay, calm. So I, I, put, I, put, I put the phone down and I was just waiting there for a minute. And I was just like, I, I think it's been longer than a minute. Let me give it another minute. Um, and so then I, I think honestly two or three minutes have passed. And I'm, you know, two or three minutes in a Sims scenario is a long time. Yeah. So and I was just like, what are those two doing? Like they must have been like, they must have managed the whole thing by now. So I was just like, what is going on? So I left this room and then I, I there's obviously there's two doctors who are watching the scenario. And I had to like kind of like break character from the scenario. And I was just like, am I meant to receive a call back? And then they were like, what did they tell you on the phone? And I said, they said that they're going to call you back. And then they said, okay, just join the scenario back. I was so confused. I was like, what's going on here? So then you missed like two or three minutes, right? And I have no idea what's gone in that time. In that time, the patient's in a different position. They've been given, because you have to put them in like a left lateral position. You have to give them magnesium sulfate. So they don't compress the uh, IVC. IVC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give them magnesium sulfate, um, which protects the brain. And then, um, so the whole sim scenario ends, right? And then at the end, you go into a separate room for feedback. Yeah. Um, and then they say, always say at the start, okay, guys, do you have, does anyone have anything to say? And I, I just, I was going to leave, let it go, but I was just like, what was I meant to do? Was I meant to come back or was I meant to do? And they said, oh, what did they say to you? I said, they said they were going to call in one minute or so. And I think when you're calling them, you're actually calling reception, um, like the, the undergraduate oh, reception. Wow. And, um, and uh, they were like, oh, no, um, they were meant to say the team's busy at the moment. Can you please manage it? And we'll be there as soon as we can. So I was like, there's, there's kind of two different messages being told here. Um, and yeah. so uh, I, was just, I was just in the room while both of them were just managing. Um, oh, but dear. yeah, that was one. We had another one as well. So um, And yeah, you were, you were saying something um, beforehand about when someone else was in sim and something bad actually happening. Hmm. Didn't you say that someone managed to actually call the resus team or actually call? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Actual, someone actually. I mean, it says the on the actual phone. And it says on the phone, like, do not call this number. Literally, like, taped onto the phone. <laughs> and um, I think, luckily, in that scenario, a doctor was also in the room where the phone is as well. Yeah. So this person dialed the number, um, and then uh, <laughs> the doctor had to like come <laughs> crash. <laughs> crashed. Don't <laughs> actually call this number. I mean, it's a case they've covered up the twos, oh, and they? they haven't just covered it up, bro. They've taken the number oh off. They've put like metal over it, so oh you cannot god. physically press the twos. Oh yeah? my god! And I think the same with the zeros, because there's a number you can call with the zeros as well. Um, but essentially, they they've 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 done it. And yeah. uh, at least once a year, though, someone ends up calling like calling actual switchboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I remember another thing from this. Um, we, there was another sim scenario. So we had two, and the other one, we I think we managed. We done them quite well. I was mm. quite happy that we managed it. And then um, uh, at the end of the scenario, they were like end of scenario and i was just like oh cool and i just look across and next to the patient like the baby's still next to the mum um and so then i was just like are we meant to move the baby and they were like yeah so the baby was just there while we were managing the uh, the mum and so in the eclampsia uh was this eclampsia no i think this was like because you can have a eclampsia after you give birth, can't I you? I think this was like postpartum hemorrhage. Okay. Um, and so the, the baby, baby's just like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 the baby no. was next to it. So oh. for the next group, they were like, we're going to put the baby on the mum's chest. So it's obvious they have to move the baby. Yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. knew people in the next group. And so I asked them, I was like, um, like you know, they moved the baby on, onto the mum's chest. They were like, oh, we didn't move the baby. <laughs> we just left the baby there. <laughs> oh no well i mean it teaches those lessons yeah it? i mean that's I what mean, it's for isn't it i mean in reality as well i think it's because also the baby can't cry because it's a model baby but mm. in, in reality the baby might be quite upset mm. kind of crying and so you get we realize you go ah oh, we need to move baby out of the way here yeah. but yeah no it raises a good point but no i think that's uh, kind of given me all i want to cover on a often guy and give me a bit of a taster of what mm, i've got yeah, to look forward yeah, to because yeah. it's uh, my, looking forward to it? yeah i am it's my it's my first rotation after christmas so i think it'll be nice kind of 
out back into those rotations. I'm also quite a way away from Birmingham once again. I haven't been lucky like you and got a lot mm. of central Birmingham hospitals. Um, but uh, I'm kind of uh, a bit of a way away. But, um, but I mean, for someone who's like surgically inclined as well, I mean, yeah, it, it's quite good. good. So I got to go to fertility clinics, fertility theatres, see the IVF yeah. process, um, then gynae theatres as well. So there's an opportunity to do so many things on Opsen Gynae. It's a very, like, very, very good. I actually really enjoyed it. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for talking me through. And um, yeah, I'm honoured. Thank you very much for listening. Please leave us a like, give us a rating and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll speak soon.